Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion, which some of you I know do, drop it in the normal locations at Focus Fire Chat on Twitter, in our Discord, or even at Focus Fire Chat at gmail.com. Or in the poll. This, or in the poll, which is also a really cool new feature. Like, I am kind of excited to see that. I already so got like some compliments. I got yeah, I got some compliments from it from Yay. last weekend. So I'm, I'm excited for it. It's kind of nice. I know. Yeah. I, I just, I'm glad a lot of people were liking that new. It's I, I survey think monkey. it's yeah. It's well, we moved to Survey Monkey because Strawpole just was dropping the ball. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot more. It's a lot easier to. It's a. It's a lot easier for me to create them. Um, mm-hmm. and then also it's just a lot cleaner cause it's, it's all on one pole. So, so mm-hmm. everyone can see exactly what their options are and everything. I like it, but yes, I do too. Are you, are you telling me that you had the last straw with straw pole? Yes. But a... The, the poles of the poles of straw finally, yes. finally were too much. Oh, we've the had enough. Oh my goodness. Well, this week, since Beard is acting a bit like a cartoon character at the moment, we're going to do top three cartoon characters. And it is the last one I think that I chose mm-hmm. before we go on to top threes that you guys choose, which next week, just as a heads up, <laughs> next week is top three guilty pleasures. Um, a reminder to our listeners, we do try to say very PG. <laughs> This is not going to change for the Guilty Pleasures episode. Just <laughs> FYI. Though, if you are still afraid of your child possibly hearing something that may become scandalous, please be sure to not play it in front of them like a good parent. Or just listen PSA. to it first. Yeah, listen. Yeah, that's easier, too. It's just... It's kind of a weird one. I love, I love how as soon as that was announced, Green's reaction was so... Are we keeping the PGA or PG filter? PGA. God, man, that's the type of week it's been. Uh, Are Uh we keeping the PG filter? It's like, I'd like to. It's it's I think we can, at least as far as keeping like very adult themes out. Mm -hmm. But uh, but this week's top three beard was gone last week for the top three Disney songs. So I think he should go first for this week's. Top three cartoon characters. Beard, you're number oh, three. Yep. I'm really glad to be here for this week's chat, oh, guys. Oh, God. I am so, so excited if you're going to do this for each cartoon character that you pull up. I actually couldn't, uh, or, or even like come close to be able to do it, unfortunately, uh, for the three that I have in mind. Uh, but Goofy has got to go on there somewhere. Uh, between some of the... Uh, some of the movies that were out there and just his character in general, I'm just always blown away by like the way that the character can show like different, uh, or, or how they've kind of portrayed him showing different things or emotions, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause he's not just about all of the yucks and everything all the time. Oh, do you uh, remember he's... the Goofy movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, how could you forget the Goofy movie? Uh, it is like, I, I think it's still like in like the top at least 20 like animated films for me at this point uh it's only kind of grown with me at this point which is great Mm -hmm. uh but yeah like goofy as a character is a fantastic character i think and they've done a lot of very good things with him over the years 
but again, it's just the, the gambit of uh, emotions and things that they've done with him that I think really portrays what they've wanted out of the character or what they can do with the character. Uh, not even saying, of course, what they did with him in Kingdom Hearts over the years as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but between Kingdom Hearts, the movies that he's been in, uh, how he started where he was more just like a supporting character, more for like Mickey and the gang and whatnot. Uh, but Goofy has always been like one of my favorite ones. Whenever I see him on the on the screen, I'm always like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to dig this. And I usually do. So definitely number three has to go to, to Goofy, I think. Nice. Goofy, I mean, you can't go wrong with some like the classic, classic characters. Oh, oh you bet. Uh, hey, Blue, how about your number two? <laughs> number three. Number three. Number, four, number three. <laughs> I'm number three. Goofy. I just, I just went right to number two. Um, no, my, my number three is actually uh, the original, or not the original, but the 90s animated Batman. Uh, okay. It was one of the cartoons that I just remember watching a lot as a kid. And it's always been, he's like, that's always kind of, for at least for Western comics or cartoons, that's always been kind of one of the, the hallmarks that I've held up cartoons to is Batman the Animated Series, which, I mean... If you've seen the animated series, it's it's a pretty. I think it's a pretty strong one. Mm-hmm. It treats us more. As yeah, Beard, Beard and I might have waxed poetic about this thing for a while. Yeah, it's such a good yeah. show. It like, is. I even like that one. Yeah, it, it really actually. I it really is. And so yeah, I mean he uh, that that particular character uh, in that in that era i guess though i mean like even even some of the other iterations like uh what was it is it it's not is it batman beyond that you see the batman that's one of them is that the one with the super super pointed ears and it's him yeah older batman with uh, the dog well i'm gonna say that's when uh bruce wayne's much older etc yeah batman Uh, beyond was a close second in my mind because i i really liked how they i really liked how they they allowed the character to grow. And that was one of the, like, gr- like growing up, that was one of the first times you, s- I remember seeing a cartoon character actually like, cause you know, a lot of cartoons, they just recycle the story and they, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. a lot like X-Men, they do it all the time. Uh, and it's like, you know, they just never seem to grow. Whereas then you had Batman beyond all of a sudden. And it was like, Oh, Oh, they, they actually are following like, this is actually, and it, and there was also like the whole futuristic thing as well which was really yeah. cool. I liked how, I liked how they allowed DC does do that pretty well from time to time. Uh not all the time, but most sometimes mm-hmm. they do. Sometimes, sometimes well, animated gonna, stuff they do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say I think like the the animated series in general for Batman as well like gave some different portrayals to current uh versions of their comic book counterparts as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, yeah. Which I think is super important to show how much that uh that show from the 90s really kind of cultivated what we sort of see now. Because uh, I would argue to say that that version of Batman is especially now more the one that we even see with like the Arkham games. Like they wanted mm-hmm. to cultivate that in as much as they could. Well, they even, I mean, the Joker. Even, I was about to say, yeah, they even brought Hamill back for the Joker on that. Well, same with Kevin Conroy as well. Well, that's true. Batman, yeah, they did. Bring... also like super important. But yeah, that, that would be my number three green. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely. My number three is more along the lines of what Beard went with and kind of more the classic character. Um, big fan of Tom and Jerry, particularly mm. Jerry. Because who the doesn't a-hole. love 
Who doesn't love a mischievous yeah, really. mouse? <laughs> it wasn't. Okay, let's just set the record straight real quick on this. Because Jerry was not mischievous. Jerry was a sadist. <laughs> he was sadistic Tom, is what Tom he was. Tom was a math. Okay, A, we're keeping the PG filter, right? Right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. right, right. But, I mean. Um, <laughs> God, no, it's just, I like this type of, like, it's the same thing with Roadrunner too. I like right, the type yeah. of um, play that the two had. And the thing is, is Tom and Jerry Roadrunner and um, Wiley, oh, Coyote. Wiley Coyote were never, ever like friends at the end of it. But Tom <laughs> and Jerry, there were moments where they were friends. Afterwards. Especially, especially when, what was, was it the dog that they always teamed up against? Oh or? yes. I can't think of his name, but. There, there was, was there was one yeah there was there was one character that they like continuously would team up against mm-hmm. and then immediately go back to they were they were like right. they're more like siblings I think yes yeah. which but. I enjoyed I enjoyed <laughs> Tom and Jerry quite well, a bit I, as a kiddo I almost want to argue that like a lot of the uh, granted that that style of animation that style of humor was nothing new quote unquote for the industry as time oh went no on. but like stuff the earlier uh, cartoon stuff that they did with like roger rabbit bringing that mm-hmm. up again real fast mm-hmm. what seemed almost entirely uh based in just how like tom and jerry was as a as a cartoon yeah oh, oh yeah good good classic stuff but that's right we're up to number two is it going to remain classic with you beard or are we going some different direction <laughs> well, that's a good uh, question there, kiddies. Let me go ahead and tell you about your good old pal Joker here. Because <laughs> i got to go ahead and follow up with what's going on with Blue as well. Uh, forgive me, because I can usually do better impressions than this, uh, but I'm still fighting a sinus infection, because doctors and medical care and so on are complete butts in this country, and that's all <laughs> I'm going to leave it as. Um, Beard might have an opinion. Version, Short version is my current medical practitioner does not want to see me until I get a CT scan done. I don't need a CT scan. That is all. That being said, uh, Joker, Mark Hamill's Joker in particular, is going to stay with me till my dying day. Uh, if you if you ever listen to interviews as well with him on the character, uh, one of the biggest things that I will uh, always kind of come back to is that he always sort of said, uh, with the Joker, you can't think about it. You just have to go for it. Uh, you just let down every little piece about who you are. Uh, he he doesn't have like any extra thoughts about him. He doesn't have anything else about him. He just, when he laughs, he laughs. He just lets it out. Uh, so I really do uh, appreciate like his take on the Joker as a whole. Uh, and I think that he did mounds of work for like how the character can sort of be... Uh, taken over time uh and it's been like the 90s cartoon show had to be more kid friendly uh and then we started seeing more again going back to like the arkham games that portrayal shifting again uh with how the arkham games can be taken in a more uh a more mature light uh taken a little bit heavier even more seriously than what we had seen uh but even then like mask of the phantasm mm-hmm. was dark when you mm-hmm. started dealing with the joker uh, and it was dark when you started having like uh, Crane or Scarecrow uh, and Joker in the same scenes besides. Uh, but any time that I can hear Mark Hamill voice him is stupendous. It's great. Uh, 
I always I always tend to like sit there and just laugh with them in some cases because in a lot of cases I get it uh, because that's the thing that I think uh, as much as Joker is not meant to be a humanized character in a lot of rights he isn't. Uh, I feel like Mark Hamill brought that humanizing factor to him in a way that you could at least start to uh, sort of understand why he did the things that he did. At least that's my opinion. Um, but I've always just enjoyed his part, uh, his take on the character. Yeah, I, I did not. I knew there was a bunch of different voices for Batman. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. my mind, there were not very many voices for Joker, and never have been in my mind because. I didn't know it was Mark Hamill for a real long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It surprises um, people if they don't know it. Like, right. which also yeah. speak, which They're also like, speaks to his range. Too. Yeah, Joker? <laughs> I was about what? to say it speaks to his range as a as an actor that he can do. Yes, that. yes, incredibly and so. That that for me, I think, is the biggest thing is if a voice actor or if an actor in general who has such an iconic role can flip on a dime essentially and become something completely different where other people don't recognize him automatically. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, and he does too. Cause if you sit and listen to interviews with him about it as well, uh, it's, it's entirely like this switch that seems to just flip in his head. Uh, and it's automatic. Like he is so ingrained with that character. It's not even funny. Yeah. He even, uh, uh, it's, they even did that with uh, the flat or the flash, I think. The Arrowverse I, TV show, the character, yeah. he basically played a, a, I can't remember what the guy's name, it was like a Riddler type-esque yeah. character, I think Toymaker, it wasn't Toymaker, but it was something like that, but he, he mm-hmm. basically, like in an interview, he basically said that he was channeling the Joker for that, yeah. and he, I mean, and again, he did, he got like into character, he had the creepy at like demeanor, the physical, like creepy, just like way of holding himself it was an amazing thing. It was like one of the few parts of that show that I didn't actually cringe at. Right. The trickster. Thank you. There we go. I was searching for it too. It's like, where was it? Where was but it? But he, he did an amazing job. Blue. Number two for you. Uh, number two for me is a toss up between two characters. One, one which actually does speak and the other, which only speaks in hash marks. And that is Woodstock and Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, oh Woodstock. Woodstock simply because how can you not like Woodstock? He has some of the best sass ever and he's also, you know, just kind of he he and uh Rocky are actually very similar in the sense that they are they they are kind of there to uh counteract the other characters Mm-hmm. silliness in a way like even though they are silly in and of themselves like they like Woodstock especially has a bit more gravitas as far as like how he how he seems to view the world he always has mm-hmm. something he always has something going on that is not trivial and and silly uh so yeah i i really i just remember again you know going back to childhood that's that's just something that i remember watching rocky and bullwinkle i remember watching snoopy a lot and woodstock was always one of those characters that you know just he always stood out he's it's those underappreciated characters that are yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, and the, and, the, and the fact was, like, I think also the the part about Woodstock that was so interesting to to me, even as a as a kid, too, was they never really explained him. Like, you know, he Mm-mm. just he just was there. He was he was there in the background. He he always had something going on, but it was never it was never like, no, this is Woodstock's story. This, you know, it was always all about you know the Charlie Brown, the Snoopy 
esque stories. Uh, but yeah, it was like Woodstock often had things that were used as hooks for the others, but they yes. never they never actually like were like okay now we're I think there were there were a couple like um, not comic strips but like episodes where they kind of went into stuff, but it was just I think that might have been part of my allure or the allure of Woodstock as even when I was little was that mm. that kind of you could kind of create your own story if you will with why why he was doing what he was doing that's super true i i there's no segue i can use to get to my number two <laughs> i'm trying I'm, I'm sitting here thinking it's like yeah no well and speaking nope. of characters that don't talk no, I'm <laughs> speaking of characters that i don't even know i don't know i can't yang from ruby is my number two uh, i still need um, to watch that actually it's such a it's it's really well done I That's thought it the, was at least. Uh, Rooster Teeth, right? Mm-hmm. It's the yeah, Rooster Teeth. Ro- Rooster Teeth pilot. also did Ginlock. Is Ginlock the other one that they did? I don't I think know. so. I don't know. Both, both of them popped up, I think, on I think it was Netflix, and I was like, I should sit down and watch those. Ruby is actually really fun. You'll get you can get hooked into it. Um, the first couple of episodes are, if you watched Red versus Blue. You had mm-hmm. those first few episodes that were definitely the writers and the guys in general <laughs> getting used to figuring out what the frick they're doing. Um, Ruby kind of has that, and more so the voice actors are trying to figure out their characters and figuring out the acting thing in general and fitting into the role. Mm-hmm. So some of the things were a little um, weirdly S- over the silly. top. Yeah, I mean, it, the first season is supposed to be very innocent. Oh, okay. Which a okay lot so of it, it, yeah, because it does actually kind of follow with the arc of Red versus Blue, then, too. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of like happiness and silliness. Now, granted, seasons, later seasons definitely develop more of an mm-hmm. emotional tie in story right. and just makes, I don't know, there's some moments that I will forever be just angry as all get out at the writers. And I'm trying to remember the guys' names. I think it's Carrie and, oh, who's the other one? He was also in a lot of the Rooster Teeth stuff. Anyway, the writers did a great job. I'm still not going to forget them for killing off one of my favorite characters of all time in that show. And poor John is now left alone. But Well, <laughs> and there was also, of course, the fact that it was a uh, Monty Ohm. I was about to say, was, uh-huh. Monty, was Monty involved in that one? Monty that created was... the engine, didn't he? He oh, was actually okay. the entire brainchild behind the entire thing. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Monty, that uh, entire series would not exist. Okay. Uh, so that being said, he basically, uh, outside of like writing some of the deeper deeper stuff and whatnot, uh, he was the one that basically looked at Rooster Teeth and said, we are more uh, than just red versus blue, and I want to yep. show you that we are. Yep, um, and it was and, him and Carrie and Miles. Thank you, Black Flag, for the yeah, for the writers' names. Monty was insanely talented and he was. crazy good worker. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, put in yeah. so many stinking hours. Yeah, if you guys do not know the sad fate of uh, Monty Um, I will definitely tell you to uh, look into it a little bit more. Uh, only because he means, I think, a lot to the industry. Uh, mm-hmm. both as like an independent artist uh, and as well as somebody with just fantastic work, uh, work ethic uh, and somebody that you can kind of show to uh, 
to to see like what you can push for and that if you've got a creative team behind you and they've got a fair similar interest you can do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. so definitely a good guy it's super super great i love that show i i am sad to say that i have been neglectful of keeping up with this last season but life has been busy yeah i'm gonna say i feel like ruby also sort of took the raruni kenshin approach in a way yes yeah, uh, because the the first season for Kenshin was very, uh, very lighthearted, very light mannered. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, then they the sucker second, punched you when you weren't expecting the, it. The second season, you were just like, well, I can expect a lot of the, <laughs> nope, what is this? <laughs> and then the third season was very much the same. Uh, it was like, and then when they, <laughs> you know, uh, what was great about the way that Rooster Teeth continued on with Ruby, though, in the off season is they did Ruby Chibi. Yeah. Which was adorable and hilarious. And I think Nora with all the pancakes is the best gag I have seen in a long time because she will steal your pancakes and you don't want Thor to be angry at you and smash you. But that's what she will do if you take her pancakes. (laughs) I have no idea what she's talking about, but it sounds it's okay. It's it's adorable. It's just cute. Ruby got dark. Ruby Chibi kept it light. Anyway, number ones, beard. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's going on with this show. No, I was wondering. Taking that left is the Albuquerque. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. Uh, I don't know of any other like more iconic character that you could really say for a uh, a good majority of like how cartoon animation has gone. Uh, as well as also like how like slapstick and so on was kind of formed, etc. Uh, but Bugs has got to go in the top three somewhere, if mm-hmm. not for his like influential status, then just for being an entertaining character. Uh, I I grew up on uh, Looney Tunes, and between you know like Elmer Fudd, we we quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Or, you know, you've got freaking Daffy Duck, who's just over there like, Sufferin' Fuckatash! You've got all these wonderful characters that Looney Tunes kind of brought to the forefront of everything. Uh, But Bugs is just, like, tops in that regard. Uh, One, because he kind of, like, led the show. Uh, One one show, though, that I don't... Or one uh, episode that I don't think I'm ever going to forget is the opera one. Oh, yeah, I think that's one of Green's favorites. Spirit Magic Helmet. That one and God, just okay. For one, it's like the weirdest introduction for a child to see a man accidentally get dressed up, or Bugs, who is also male, get dressed up in the female role. And it's like, okay, granted, that is a very common practice in old, old uh, opera and um, old acting, old Shakespearean style. Well, that's technically how it all had to go. Shakespeare, Yeah. yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's just those those Looney Tunes cartoons that mm-hmm. not only were just hilarious and fun to watch, also taught a lot of classical music and taught a lot of just classical concepts. Mm-hmm. Right. We've talked well, about Well, and Penn's points out. The other one I was going to mention, which is The Barber of Seville, mm-hmm. uh, between those two episodes, like as a whole, I think that... Uh, almost like incredibly so if you haven't sat to watch either of those you're doing yourself an incredible disservice Mm -hmm. as a human being 
Uh, I think that those are some of the uh, best cartoon uh, writing uh, that's out there is like showcasing how classic cartoons really went. Uh, even even just like carrying up from how they were originally in like the uh, single panels and everything in uh, the, the comic strips and newspapers, etc. Uh, seeing that translate over to how it is within Looney Tunes or otherwise, just perfect. Just mm. just perfect. Yes. You're getting called yes. out in chat. A little bit. <laughs> Gaffy duck. <laughs> Sylvester the cat. Yeah, it was. I I realized it after I went ahead and said it, but I was like, I'm just going to run with it. I'm just going to go with it. And <laughs> Duck season. Wabbit season. Uh... Duck season. I seem to recall that Daffy said it a couple times because Sylvester and... Uh, like Sylvester and Daffy had a couple of things, and I feel like they flipped roles at a couple of times. Uh, but yeah, they were. I don't know. They they all kind of went into their own rights and in, in some right. regard. I could. Well, and there's wrong. also a degree that they do all kind of blend together. As they well. really do. Like that. I think most of them were done by like a couple of voice actors to begin with, so they all really kind of like ran with each other. Uh, but yeah, I know that I'll 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 fix myself here. You're despicable. <laughs> there you go. There's Sylvester. Well, there's there's Daffy. What was that? Yeah. Oh, that was That's Daffy. Daffy okay. yeah. I am so... Gosh. See? See? Yeah. The green did it, you know? Yep. You know? There. It, it there. Happened. It happened. Shut up, chat. Shut up. I'm fine. <laughs> Everybody else is confused about all of this. I'm fine. Oh, goodness. Anyway. Blue. Number uh, one. My number one is actually... So I, as much as I made fun of the X-Men animated series, uh, it's Gambit from the animated series. I love Gambit. Ah. Because I remember as a as a kid, I remember very strongly Gambit's character because it was one of the uh, one of the first times that you saw a kind of like an anti-hero almost uh, mm-hmm. with his with his particular portrayal. Uh, because. In, and and then there was also like it was also like the redemption right like he kind of was he was like he was basically my Deadpool before Deadpool um, yeah if that I, I don't know if that makes sense to to anybody but no like, makes total sense actually <laughs> it was like he he was the one that was he broke the rules but he was not a bad bad guy like I guess is the best way to do it and. And I just, I'm, it makes me sad though, too, on, on the same note, because I've never, they've never really ever managed to capture his character, mm-hmm. I think, I, I think, like sufficiently since the animated series. Um, they did in the atrocious X Men movie where they also completely screwed up Deadpool. There was, he, the guy, the character that they portrayed as Gambit was not horrible. Mm-hmm. But like, he just wasn't that lovable scoundrel, right? Like he didn't, he didn't have, like he didn't have, yeah, he didn't have the 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 uh, yeah the lovableness that the animated series just really they I they just nailed it with his character, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, yeah. Plus but the, the uh, Gambit Rogue ram- the, romance, yeah, Gambit Rogue romance was always kind of interesting, and like especially in and that was more because of Rogue's uh, ability curse ability whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. uh that was always like an interesting component um but yeah i mean like the the x-men animated series was just like uh it was just it was it was good on so many fronts i'm never going to go back and watch it because i don't want to ruin it for myself but Mm -hmm. 
Isn't it funny how so many of our cartoons and childhood memories are things that if you go back and watch it, no, we were talking about that last we had, week. Yeah, I was about to say, we talked about this last week. I was like, no, no. <laughs> you can't go back and watch it because you're going to be really sorely disappointed. Honestly, the only one that I think I can, I know we've already kind of like brought it up and everything, but like Batman, the animated series, mm-hmm. I can go back and watch that. Fine, That's true. But I get into this like really relaxed, like feeling watching it because it is such a comfort zone for me that i end up falling asleep to it so often (laughs) it's not because i'm not entertained i mean it's still a very good show but it's just the fact that i know it so well uh and besides that like it's just like wow this is this is childhood for me and i feel like super comfy right now this is great Uh, but i really do think that that's like one of the only shows i can go back and like without a shred of doubt say that it was it was great then, and it's still great now. The My number one is going to be also one of those that I don't think I can go back and watch. And I actually know for a fact I cannot go back and watch a lot of them. <laughs> um, Donatello from yes! Ninja Turtles. Yes! Man, that what is, is it, show you what is it with you and that, that archetype of character? <laughs> I've always loved that archetype. Billy from Power Rangers, Donatello Anna, from Ninja Turtles. My wife, my wife is calling you out as a liar on that. She's like, no one likes Billy. <laughs> no, I seriously, wow. 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 I, I had a Billy, I finally got the last lore card. Yay, I'm done with Tingle Shore. Um, um, sorry. Billy... I had a bike that was covered in Billy stickers. <laughs> I was a Billy fan. <laughs> I'm going to play and, that clip for her. <laughs> yeah. I told her, I told her about that for last, I think it was last week that we had that conversation. Yeah, and she's like, did. no, no, no one liked Billy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> says the person wow. who, says the person who was obsessed with Kimberly. Right. I couldn't stand Kimberly, to be honest. She was uh, not my favorite. Did you, did you happen to like Trini at all? Now, no, I actually curious. really okay. dislike both of the female characters in Power Rangers. I don't, I don't honestly I didn't think hate that them. Had... I just didn't like them. Well, like, here's the problem. When you've got somebody like, uh, like, uh, oh my God, freaking John. Uh, wow. I'm just having a freaking give me a color blank here. Uh, green. Uh, the Tommy. Yeah. I'm going to say Tommy. It's uh, Jason Oliver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- no, it's uh oh yeah, no. Now now you've you've infected me. Yeah, I'm going to say apparently my uh my my dementia's spreading. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just like when you when you have a character like that that's on the screen, Jason David uh, Frank. Jason David Frank, thank you. I wanted to say Frank, but then I started thinking no. I'm I wanted to say like say, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted well, to say Jason like, and I was like no, that's not that's the name of the Red Ranger. Right. Well, Jason well, I was, was I was thinking more Jonathan Frakes uh, from freaking uh, Star Trek. Yeah. So that was my immediate thought which was wrong. Uh but yeah, he's like the greatest Power Ranger ever. Like he, he skydives in like <laughs> He like this snowboard like skydives. We had last week. <laughs> well, like all right, I watched he... that opening scene so many times as a child, just because so, it was so cool. Well, the the new Power Rangers that came out, uh, the new game, I should say, uh, Battle for the Grid, I think it's called, uh, was largely at hand because of the mobile game that's out there. But there was a partial hand in. Uh, Jason actually like going to I I think it's uh, Capcom 
who mm-hmm. said, hey, mm-hmm. like, maybe we should work on something for this. Uh, but, like, long story short, everything that Jason does, even, like, outside of everything, like, if you follow him on social media, you talk to him on uh, friggin' uh, in interviews or anything, like, he embodies exactly what a Power Ranger is mm-hmm. all about. He is all about that entire, like, general philosophy and mentality. Uh, I I cannot get over how that guy continues to, like, play the role of Green Ranger uh, or White Ranger without mm-hmm. actually being in the role at this point. Yeah, uh, he, like he, I mean, he's he like that when it comes to conventions. Breathes, yeah, he, he lives and breathes having White Tiger Zord and the... Uh, the 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 green T Rex. That's exactly what he. Yeah, like that's exactly what he's all about. On like it's he's he he is the best Power Ranger hands down, and nobody is going to be able to tell me otherwise. Yeah. What was the name? Okay, so we've named almost all of them at this point, except for the Black Ranger, because Jason yeah. was red. We had this conversation last time. <laughs> Did we? Yes, it's Jason I... Billy. Um, Jason Billy Billy Trini. Yeah, uh, I always want to say his name is Alex, but I could be wrong. No, I don't think it. Oh gosh, now I feel so bad looking it up. Trini, Billy, Zach, Zach is the black. Ranger. Yeah, thank I you, Black know, Flag. I don't he know was why the I Mastodon, right? Yeah, he was Mastodon. Yep, it's Triceratops. You tell your wife that there's <laughs> a Billy fan out there. I just love that her immediate reaction was like, "Nap." <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> I, I just like the nerdy guys. I always have. I don't know why. Success. Anyway, yeah, you guys. <laughs> yes, just <laughs> out a little bit. No, so yeah, now that we went like completely off topic from cartoon characters, <laughs> right? But I mean, that's the fun thing about this is that you get to know not just like our favorites or whatever you get to know a little bit of our own stories and some of our loves that are beyond maybe just the topic but well side speaking of the new mm-hmm. Ultraman that's on netflix is actually pretty good is too. it is it pretty is good it? Uh, i've been so meaning I to would, sit down and watch it. it especially if you like enjoyed Ultraman back in the day uh i think that you will kind of get a kick out of it uh like you think it's going in the direction of like he's going to be a a troubled kid and whatnot, and then it's just like, nope, never mind, never mind, this is fine. Uh, so it's definitely, uh, uh, I, I think the first few episodes I've watched so far, I've, uh, I've rather enjoyed. I agree. <laughs> Come what? here. Come here. Someone has, someone wants to weigh in on this conversation. Oh, no. No, oh, Anna. No. Anna. Oh, no. This is supposed to be a Destiny podcast. <laughs> No, this is top this three. Is, this is top three. This is like top, top three. three. But it's, yeah. what time is it? I don't know. We're talking about Power Rangers. Isn't it like 11 something? So Green would like Shh. to know. No, I'd like for her to know. Oh, Green would like you to know that she does like the Ranger. Nobody likes the Ranger. I do. I had a whole fight. I had, I knew all the things about him. Okay. He was my favorite. Some of us felt bad for Billy and some of us no. would have been his friend because God. I mean, he had a good heart and stuff. Such a typical Kimberly fan. Such a typical Kimberly fan. Give me those. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? I said such a typical Kimberly fan. (gasps) Dog on Billy. Do you know what? Billy started being such a goober. 
Billy was adorable. He wore like overalls and he was good at fixing things. I grew up on a farm. You know what? He was good at fixing things. That's a... <laughs> yeah, like fixing everybody else's life. Right? <laughs> he was the only one who stuck around because wasn't there like a whole season where he was like the only one there, kind of like a weirdo yep. with a bunch of children? Well, I think it was. I think yeah. it was five or season season five or season six that he finally ended up leaving, and the only other one that could come close to that, I think, was like one season before with uh with with Tommy. Like he was the only other one that stuck it out uh, just about as long. But Billy wanted to be on there for like a long, long time. Yeah, does that surprise you about Billy? He had nowhere else to go. Everyone else moved on. <laughs> Billy could can't stay with me. It was fun. Look, man, look, man, somebody has to fix the planet when nobody else wants to right? listen, okay? Right? I feel like Logic. I feel like that the actor who played Tommy is like the real life Billy because he never moved on from Power Rangers like ever. <laughs> He's still yeah, the we Green were talking Ranger about this. forever. He never he never did, but you know what? To his credit, he's making it work. Yeah. I, mean, he I don't mind very it. successful besides. Oh yeah. Actually, I'm interested because, uh, not to carry this off topic anymore, uh, what I'm actually interested to see, uh, Jason had actually written a uh, screenplay for something uh, that was supposed to be a darker version of Power Rangers. Uh, I forget who he sent the pilot to, but it was somebody uh, fairly important. Uh, they They basically said, no way. Uh, and Netflix apparently just recently got a chance to look at it. So I'm wondering... Considering like their track record, if they won't, oh, yeah, yeah uh, fairly recent development. I think it was like within the last year. But uh, if they pick something up from him and it turns into like a darker Power Rangers or something similar, I'd be very interested to see where that, that would, would be go. really cool. I would yeah. watch a dark Billy, dark navy blue Billy. I'd, I'd be into that. <laughs> now you like him. Now you would. Now yeah. you would. Give him you a little angst a and boy. like, now I'm You just sold. want a bad boy. God. <laughs> Give him a little angst. He still yeah. fixes things, but uh, he's angsty about it. Right. It oh, my goodness. Oh, they oh were all weird. Goodness. I tried to watch the first season with Matthew, and because I remember loving it as a kid. Mm-hmm. It is it is painful to watch. Utter oh, trash. It's just oh. the worst. Oh my god! And those two, the two dumb bullies or whatever. Oh my god! I remember thinking they were funny. I don't know why I ever thought they were funny. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. All of it. Oh, Bulk and Skull. They're Bulk and Skull them. actually oh. were on longer than Billy was. Now that you say that, I come down here. You've been doing top three. Uh, for an hour it's okay. And... It's, it's it's okay, Anna. This one I can wrap up. All right, I'm going to give you your ears back. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, Rangers. you guys are awesome. Go talk about oh. Destiny. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, how we how did we do that? Two weeks in a row, we talked about Power Rangers. <laughs> talk about talk about childhood. Man, talk and, and talk things, about Green's guilty pleasure. I mean, I guess that's going to be on my list next week. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, God. And in, and it's, yeah. Anyway, next week... Next week is uh, Guilty Pleasures. Remember, we're going to go PG as much as possible. Um, and for all those of you listening, thank you for listening and sending in your suggestions. Those are always helpful and fun to read and see. Why don't you guys drop me a message or drop the Focus Fire Chat Twitter a message 
of your top three cartoon characters this time. It's always kind of fun to see what everyone else thinks. I know we went through a lot of our favorites as well as kind of just everybody's favorite childhood memories again. But let us know what you think, because, you know, everybody loves a list. Bleep, 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 bleep. That's all, folks. 